Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us. We've been talking about the concept of activating information. This is how information digests. The way you digest something is by drinking it. If you have something in front of you and it looks amazing, it's only as good as it tastes. And only when you drink it or eat it do you understand how your body digests it. So you can see something that looks amazing. In my house, I happen to love wasabi. Sounds crazy. For those who eat sushi, I actually take my wasabi. This may sound gross to some of you, but we're all friends. And I like to put it on top of the sushi so like I could, it's it's like there's a, a, a small green sliver. I like it hot. There are people in my family that if there's wasabi in the case, in the case, they send it back. That means it's touching one bit of sushi, but on the other roll, right? The sushi's got two rolls. So if you're touching like, you know, piece, row, row two, piece three, touching wasabi, well, row one, row one, piece one, chuck it, send it back. It can look great. You don't know if you like it until you try it. And then when you do, either you keep on doing it and you put a little more on, or you send it back. That's how information works. Someone tells you something, so what? It's outside you. It could be intellectually being, your, your mind is just, is just toying with it. Your, your eyes are just seeing it. You're looking at it behind the glass. It's someone else's life. Ever hear stories like this? Someone tells you a story about their life experience and you're blown away. You're just looking you're just looking at someone behind the glass. It's nice. It's interesting. It's inspiring. But it's not impacting. Because when you come out of that speech or you finish that story or you hear that account, unless we walk away and say, Why was I inspired for? What 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 did it? What what was exciting to me about this? Who cares? Oh, you see how he overcome that challenge. You see that in the story, things were really bad and he held on. I just heard a great story uh, about a man from, from Aleppo, Syria. My ancestors are from Aleppo, Syria. So this man, I think his name was Judah, Yehuda, was a teacher. And he went to the market to buy a, a lulav and an esrog, some Jewish items with the few pennies that he had that he saved together. As he got to the store, the pennies fell from his hand and he had nothing left. And he was totally and completely distraught. Listen to the story. So he goes home and he has nothing left. He collected these pennies and he lost them or they were taken from him. And now he has nothing to buy for the holiday, and he's totally blown out. 
So he decides enough is enough. He has nothing. And he has no turn to but God. Listen to this. So he sits down and he writes a letter and he says, Dear God, they tell me you can do anything. And so here I am. The holiday's coming and I have no money, but you can do anything. So here's what I want. I want a full meal. I want a beautiful set of all religious articles. I want some new clothes. I want to have a beautiful sukkah to have in my family. I want to have everything for the holiday. Love your son. And he goes outside and he addresses it to the creator of the universe. And he goes to the side and he throws it off the, 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 the mountain, uh, off the cliff right outside his house. You know, Syria has cliffs, has, you know, mountains. And he goes back into his house. And people are laughing at him. And he's probably laughing at himself a little bit, but he believes in what he believes in. On the bottom of the mountain was a man with a beautiful chalet. And right on his doorstep falls the letter. And he goes outside for a walk. And he looks at the letter and it says, to the creator of the universe. And he goes, well, I've never seen that one before. And this man was very wealthy. And he opens the letter and he sees the story of this man. What he wants, what he needs, his name, he knows him. He's the teacher in town. And he walks into the house and he tells his servants, follow this list to the T. And they go out shopping and they go up the mountain, they knock on the teacher's door and by that night he has everything he needs. And he goes, what do I owe you? He goes, what do you mean? I'm the messenger of God. Is there a better position than that to be in? It's on the house. I was moved by that story. Why? Why? Some people are not moved by that story because they like to be in control. It doesn't make sense. It's not what God does. I was moved by it. Do you know why? Because there are times you feel like you can't. And you want to hear of how God can run the world in a way that is both natural but supernatural. And when I heard that story, it reminded me to, to stop worrying so much, to stop trying to control everything so much, to do my best, but to remember that there's still a creator of the universe. You can figure out a way to get you what you need to. If you humble yourself enough to realize that you're not in control, miracles can happen. And this has happened throughout our history. This is the story of Hanukkah. This is the story of Purim. This is the, sto this is the story. But it means nothing if the next time I'm in a situation and I feel stressed, that I don't try to put some of that story into my day. I don't try to think about that, that teacher from Aleppo. I don't try to picture myself writing a letter or picture myself realizing that if he can be helped, why can anybody? And so when you hear things, when you, when you learn something, it's, you're intellectually watching it behind the glass door, the glass window. It doesn't become digested into your system until you try to apply it. And once you try to apply it, you start realizing, wait, it doesn't make sense. How does this work? Why doesn't it work for me? What do I got to get to to get that level of miracles? What, what, what did he have that I don't? Why don't I fully believe it for? 
and all the stuff that's pushing back on the faith that inspired me only comes to the forefront once I've already tried to apply a story that inspires me. Because that's how it works, right? When you hear something that inspires you, when you hear something that is unique to you, when you hear about how habit works, when you see somebody who finished some major project by spending 20 minutes a day and you go, what am I doing 20 minutes? I could have done that. And then you go out and put your 20 minutes. Only then do you realize it doesn't work so much because I got a full-time job or I got to run here or I got a long commute or it's, how could I get 20? Maybe I could do it in 10s. What you're doing is you are using the information as soon as you get it. The stuff that moves you, the stuff that inspires you, the stuff that, that makes a difference in your life, you're using it in order to apply it. Because once you apply it, that's when you start to see how you fit it in. Only then does it reveal where the gaps of your knowledge are, where the gaps of your discipline is. That's how you go from the self-help junkie that we've been talking about here. Someone just called me recently and said, hey, you know, is it a good idea to write down you know, the 20-year plan, like, what you want me? I'm like, yeah, it is, only if you do it once in a while. Like, I know people that, like, write down their 20-year plan, like, every month. Like, it's fun to do that, and as soon as you do it, you think you're going to get it. But you can get addicted to that. You can get addicted to inspiration. You really can. In fact, there's an industry built to addict you to information. That's what they do. They addict you to, for information in order for you to buy more stuff that addicts you to information. Because it's inspiring to feel like you can. And it's inspiring to hear stories of someone that did. Because you feel like, well, if he can, why can't I? And that feeling of inspiration feels good. And if your life isn't inspiring you, then something else can. And as soon as you get that something else, you'll pay for it. It's entertainment. It feels better than digesting something else. So you'll buy the book and the course and the seminar. Because what it does for you is make you feel good when you're in it. You don't have to actually do the hard work. You don't have to actually figure it out. Because you're in it. And when you're in it, anything's possible. You're not going to come back to life yet. You get to live in dreamland. You get to live in the world of what I can be. You get to live in the world of the inspiration. You get to hear the story of the person who overcame challenge without any, any, of, the, any of the effort. They skipped that part out. You're hearing the story about somebody who came in here with no money and grew to become this big shot, but you weren't around for, you know, listening to 20 years of can't pay bills or doesn't believe in himself. Or, you don't hear that stuff. So you get the wash of inspiration and you get it. It feels good. And you follow that guru and you buy his book and you buy his second book and he takes you on a seminar and you watch the online course. It's great. God bless it. I'm all for it. I'm all for inspiring content. But it's got to take you somewhere. All right, we'll talk about it. All right, everybody, have a great day. With God's help, can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Pursuit of Awesome. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum's podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by tuning into the live webinar every weekday morning or by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.